Hello, Lath. Nathan, how are you? I'm good. How are you, mate? Very good. It's good to be back. It is. It's been a little while. I think we planned to catch up before today, but um, as things turn out, here we are. Yeah. Plenty happening. Plenty happening. So it's Monday, and uh, we've had the ASX drop 2.3% today. It's a pretty solid fall. Pretty solid fall. Not only that, but it's fallen through the support levels that were in place. So... Um, we now see ourselves pretty much at two-year lows. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's... Uh, look, I, I don't tend to reflect too much on those things. It doesn't, doesn't bother me. I mm-hmm. generally think it's a good opportunity to be looking to buy. I mm-hmm. think there's, there's been some good companies that are a long way down off their highs at the moment. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's really hard to know what's happening, what's going to happen politically and how it's going to affect the stock market. So I try not to worry about those t- things too much. But... Uh, look, I mean, yeah, there, there's some really interesting, uh, interesting things happening in the world out there at the moment. So it'll be very fascinating to see what comes next. What are you? What are your thoughts? How do you think about that? Yeah, I think I think about it a lot more than you do. Um, being more of a, a trader, I suppose. So I, I like to, you know, there's a saying that, that the rising tide lifts all boats, and it's definitely a case you can. You can look at the market, and I was having a bit of a look before, and um, today there were 20 stocks in the ASX 200 that were up, and uh, 173 that were down. So it doesn't matter how good your stock picking is, it's pretty hard to um, to make money in the markets yeah. if you're going long, when you've obviously got um, that much resistance against you. I also had a look at the last 90 days, and in the last 90 days, only 40 stocks were up and 156 were down. So it's a difficult market. It is, but that's looking back. So what about looking forward? Looking forward, I think that there's no doubt that there are some real uh, value situations starting to appear on the market. There's some stocks that are just now being sold because people are scared or people are... Uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot to be scared about, you know, just reading the news this morning, it's all about the property market in Australia, prepare for a crash, uh, was one of the big headlines because of a report that came out. So that's our market. And when you look at our market, a lot of the headlines have been about the NASDAQ and the tech stocks coming back and how overpriced supposedly they were. But our market's performed pretty much just as bad as the NASDAQ overall. So, uh, and our market's made up of banks, obviously, and uh, resource stocks. So it's not only tech stocks that are getting smashed. And uh, so right across the board, there's some interesting situations appearing now where you can just tell that a stock is, um, is just being, you know, and again, you can go back to the reject shop just a couple of weeks ago. That was an example of a stock that it capitulated that's the word. That's what you're looking for in these sorts of markets. If you're looking to to trade short term or even if you're looking for to set up a portfolio for the long time, you look for these capitulations. You look for a stock that's um, that may have fallen to a certain level and it's trying to hold there and then all of a sudden, and, and it's almost a bit like our market today. You could say that our market capitulated. It's in those times that you can you can find some really good bargains, I feel. Yeah, so that's but that's probably more towards my way of thinking, really, isn't it? Like you're trying to pick some some kind of value stock that's been oversold in yeah you know, unnecessarily in a market like this. Yeah. But if you're thinking about what the market's going to do next, yeah, do, is your 
is your forecast at the moment mentally that we're going to have a you know a down period for an extended look i don't try to forecast too much i think that the 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 trend and the momentum at the moment is down you can just tell that sentiment is very low and and i could feel it before i was very aware of it when the market was rising and this is why i kind of stepped out of the market for a while because i could feel that all the sentiment was up and i was looking around and i was you know there would be situations where you would expect a market to fall there might be an announcement that italy is in trouble or something's happening in europe just things that would normally scare a market and the markets would hardly blink and that's when you know it's too biased to positivity now it's the opposite and so you know these are the times to buy these are the times to be on the lookout but having said that the market trend at the moment is low it is down the momentum is down so we want to enter the market ideally at the right time and for me now i'm not buying anymore at the moment uh i'm waiting for some confirmation that the market's probably going to stabilize somewhere or look to go up again and so that's where i'm sort of sitting at the moment mm. how about you well i've been interested in world events recently because i i generally don't put too much stock in you yeah. know various things that happen in in the states and so forth but you know if you see what's happening at the moment there are some some things that could be quite catastrophic the yeah. the arrest of the Huawei C- CFO yes uh that if that you know, that situation doesn't resolve, yeah. it could potentially have some pretty broad implications. I think the, the investigations of, of Trump, yeah. that, it's looking pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, but again, I, you know, I can't predict what's going to happen there. So generally, I would, I would still be looking to, to invest on the basis that things might come back to normal. Yeah. So I don't put too much emphasis on those things, but I'm cautious about the fact that they are and, in the background. And it's interesting, you mentioned Trump. Again, there's been investigations into him, it seems, since he's been the president. But when the markets are rising and when, um, you know, he's obviously cutting taxes and growth is increasing and all these sorts of things, it's amazing how these things can just sort of be brushed over. Mm. We're in a different market now. The economies are starting to look a little bit more shaky. So people will probably now look a little harder at Trump and it might be a little bit harder for him to talk his way out of these situations, which then snowballs and makes everything worse. Yeah, well, you can see at the moment he's starting to get very defensive. His, his lawyer's about to go to jail for three or four years right. and, that, you know, the the difference between what he's done and what, what his lawyer's done is probably not going to be that great. So mm. there's, there's plenty to be worried about there. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we won't get too stuck on those topics. Yeah. No, we won't. We won't. But, you know, this is the, this is the climate we're in now. Mm. So, you know, it is important just to have a feel for, for where the market is and where we feel it's, it's going to go. Um, so, you know, I've, I've done a little bit of trading lately. Uh, but as I said, now I'm, I'm as invested as I want to be. I'm, I'm not overly invested still in this market. Um, so, but... I want to see some confirmation. And I mean, that confirmation could come in the next two days. And, you know, by the next podcast, I could be telling you that I've bought another three stocks. So um, these things happen fast. But uh, probably as of Thursday or so last week, that's when I kind of said, okay, I I, I bought a stock, I think, on Thursday. And that was the last one. I said, this is the last one I'm going to buy for a while now until I um, 
start to see these markets turn around. They're overextended at the moment. Even if the trend is down, even if you think that the markets are still going lower, I still feel like there probably now needs to be a bit of a consolidation, maybe a little bit of a bounce from these levels because it has run away quite fast. But uh, anything is possible. Mm. Okay. okay, so anyway, that's, that's, that's the talk about the market. So what about the shares? Any shares that you've been watching? Have you done any trades in the last uh, week? What's been happening? Yeah, I have. I think a lot of, um, a lot of my favourites, which I've discussed already on the podcast, are, are, are trading at fairly good levels at the moment. So okay. yep. I'd, I'd still recommend looking at those stocks again, but uh, I'll give you a couple of new ideas today. Okay, cool. uh, And these are a couple of stocks that I've bought in the last uh, week or two. Okay, cool. And probably not too well known. So the first one is a company called Red Hill Education. Never heard of it. So very small, uh, very small company. It's now got a market cap of around 75 million. So mm-hmm. we're talking about something uh, very minor in the greater scheme of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it looks to be a really well-managed company. It's, uh, it's grown its revenues for each of the last five years. That's a good start. It's, uh, it's paying a small dividend. It's trading at a pretty reasonable price for a company of its size. So its price earnings is now around 20, 21 and a half, I think. Okay. Um, so it's got revenues of uh, 55 million, earnings of about three and a half million. So it's, their, their business is, is all about providing sort of uh, education and training courses. So they do things like uh, you know, English learning courses. Okay. They do coding courses, interior design courses, various other things like that, sort of niche areas that aren't well covered necessarily at a university level or, or, or there's a, a vocational need for them. Okay. So they also target a lot of uh, foreign students coming over to Australia to learn English or study other things over here. And that seems to be really successful for them so far. They've been, as I say, growing their revenues really consistently. Yep. And, uh, you know, the thing I like is that they've pulled back quite a lot recently. Okay. So, so what are we talking? What sort of share price are they? Uh, so I think we're at around 240 right now. I don't have the figures at hand. Sure. But um, I think it's come back from around $4. Okay. Uh, so it, it's, it's looking at a pretty attractive valuation to me at this point. I think uh, when you're talking about the whole company is worth $75 million and yep. they're producing revenues of $55 million, Yeah. That's that's pretty attractive. It's sure. uh, they, look, they've in the most recent update they've said that they're investing a lot in some of their campuses and in in various other initiatives. So that's mm-hmm. going to result in a bit of a slowdown in their growth. Okay. But if you take a long term view, I think the the future's still very bright for this company. I really think that uh, short intensive educational courses are going to be a really growing niche. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like that kind of uh, approach myself as well. Yep. So, yeah, I like it. I think there's, there's, there's a lot of interesting points about this company. It's, it's a good size, likely to grow a lot into the future, and trades at a very, very reasonable multiple. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds good. I'll, I can't add anything because I know nothing <laughs> about them, but it's definitely one I'll check out. Red Hill Education. Is there anything that's uh, been on your radar? Uh, yeah, well, I guess last week I did buy a stock. Um, so the stock that I bought is a stock called Agro Frameworks, I think it's called. Um, ACF is the code. Is again. there any chance of you checking the stock names before we have a podcast? Yeah, I should, shouldn't I? I know all their codes. <laughs> I just don't know the, uh, the names. But it's definitely Acro. Anyway, that's the main part. Uh, the reason I bought it is it just looks cheap. It's, uh, it's come back a bit. 
Um, so basically, it only listed, I think, in around April. It, it looks like it was, it's, it's one of these backdoor listings, so it's come in through something that's um, just been sitting there for a long time. Uh, I think it listed maybe around 20 cents, and it peaked in September around about the 60 cent mark, and I picked up some the other day around about 44 cents. It was either on Friday or Thursday, I can't remember. Um, so they've come back a bit. The reason I like them though is, one, they've definitely been growing their revenues, they've definitely been growing their earnings, and they're forecast to grow them quite strongly. And they've just uh, had a recent acquisition, which will assist in that. Uh, also, the directors have been buying up lots of stock. And so, and, and pretty, uh, opportunistically I would say because it's always a good sign. I looked at the dates that they bought and they bought when the market um, when the first big down leg in the market happened so they bought pretty much right at the bottom it looks like they were buying stock around about these levels now around about the 42 44 uh, maybe even just around 40 cents it did spike down very quickly maybe it's even into the 30s for a moment there and these guys were filling up their boots with it mm -hmm. so uh, and they've bought, there's, I think there's about five or six announcements just in the last, uh, since the 22nd of November or the 19th of November, uh, which is when the markets went down pretty substantially. So uh, I like that they're obviously showing a lot of confidence in that company. It's a tiny stock. It's again, it's like yours. It's probably around about the 70 uh, million market cap. It's, uh, it doesn't seem to be a stock that's very well followed in the market, of course, being that small, I suppose. So it's not a very liquid stock. It does get trades throughout the day, but you know we're not talking um, millions of dollars worth of, sh of shares trade uh, changing hands. It's only you know probably in the thousands, tens of thousands, maybe probably hundreds of thousands actually. So it's enough. It's enough liquidity there. Um, but you know it's worth having a look at. It's very cheap. As I said, earnings are forecast to grow over the next four years every year. Um, the earnings rate looks good. They have a pretty good return on equity. They tick a lot of boxes. and um, But the big one is the way these directors, and they're not buying small parcels. It's parcels mm. of you know, $150,000 worth, $100,000. And this is a company, as I said, only listed in April. So these guys essentially were probably, in some ways, maybe this is the first chance they're getting to buy stock as well, you know, because it hasn't been trading for that long. They can only obviously trade in certain periods. Yep. It's gone up, it's tripled in price, it's come back now by a third. So anyway, worth having a look at. ACF, Acro, uh, Frame, they're basically in the whole uh, scaffolding, that sort of business. But that might scare some people with obviously a downturn coming in the property market. But mm. these guys are actually more uh, of a premium uh, sort of model and they're looking more for infrastructure and civil works and things like that which I think will you know I don't think there's going to be any downturn in that at yeah. the moment so okay. it's definitely been a theme the building products anything associated with building has been yeah. falling off a cliff recently yeah and I think that's part of it yeah. with this stock um, but as I said if you if you look a bit closer they're they're not so exposed to that is that a company that you'd be looking to get in and out of or something that you'd be keen to hold on to? That's a stock that I would be confident to hold for quite a long time. Okay. Um, again, once a stock spikes, I can't help myself. 
particularly in this market, because if it gets to a point where, you know, relatively speaking, I've got other stocks that look a lot cheaper than this stock, then I would jump across. But at the moment, the way that I look at the market, the stocks that I follow in the market, this is in the top five cheapest stocks that I look at. Yeah. So based on the metrics that I look at. Right. So uh, I don't see myself selling this one anytime soon. And um, so, yeah, I like it. And the director's buying, is that something that you look at quite often? Well, absolutely, particularly if they're selling. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I don't like it if they're selling, but no, I, I want to see, you know, it's just like you and me now, we're looking to pick up bargains. These guys could be buying anything. Obviously, they know this business better than anybody. Um, they've come out recently with their AGM. It's been a good AGM. There's been no uh, reason to think that anything's going to change with this company. They've got the new acquisition. But yeah, I like to see directors buy. I like to see the skin in the game. Yeah. And uh, and just the way that there's been multiple directors buying this stock up tells me that they see what I see and that that's this, this company's very cheap. Mm. Yeah. yeah, Very good value at these levels. Definitely one to look out for. So yeah, I like that one a lot. Okay. Um, what about you, Leif? Anything else that you've yeah, um, come across? Yeah, another stock that I've bought recently, uh, and this is in contrast to the last one I discussed, so it might be good to, to look at them side by side, but this company is called Live Tiles. Oh yes, I know Live Tiles. So Live Tiles is a company that, it's a technology company uh, that is working quite closely with Microsoft. They've got a really good partnership going, and essentially what they're doing in a lot of ways is building on top of Microsoft products. So they're leveraging an existing ecosystem and making it better. So one of the big things that they do is they work on uh, company intranets. So which most people run something called SharePoint for their intranet and LifeTiles is developing ways to make that far more intuitive, far easier to use. Um, yeah, more, more user-friendly essentially. So if anyone is interested in the stock, I'd recommend jumping on YouTube and having a look at some of the videos that they post showing the way that they set things up on, okay. on these systems. Uh, because it it does look uh, it does look quite useful and quite intuitive, and the numbers seem to back that up. So, this is a company that grew its recurring revenue. It almost tripled its recurring revenue last year. That's good, but from a very low base. Yep. So I think it's uh, something like fifteen to eighteen million of of recurring revenue. Mm -hmm. But with a company like this, once they lock a, a customer in, they're probably going to keep them for quite some time. Uh, at least that's the hope. So, you're expecting that each year they're going to be building on top of that base. And if they can keep up, you know, the explosive rates of growth, then it could be a really exciting company to own. Yep. So I think that's a really interesting one. The, the, the other reason that I'm, uh, you know, it's come onto my radar is that it's uh, come down, uh, I think, from 70-something cents to uh, around 30 Okay, wow. So it's dropped a long way. There was a lot of optimism earlier in the year, and yeah. uh, that's come, come crashing back down. Yeah. So I think it's a really attractive time to buy into this company. It's still at a sky-high valuation, so it's a high-risk company. So if it's one you're interested in, it should be a small part of a portfolio. Yeah. But, uh, but if it's one that could easily uh, explode in the coming years if you're willing to hold it for five years. It could be a very, very different company, much bigger and... Uh, one that you you definitely would like to own, and they have the blessing of Microsoft, don't they? That's the thing. They they seem to have a really symbiotic relationship. I don't think Microsoft's likely to to stamp them out anytime soon. They have they're, they're trying to connect and build this ecosystem with partners and and really promote that. So, 
Microsoft has, uh, I think, also like an AI partnership. So for companies that are interested in getting into that space, and that's one of the other things that they're doing is working with chatbots and okay. various other pieces of infrastructure with uh, artificial intelligence to try and make things more intuitive. Okay. So again, that's a big growth area. That's something that a lot of investors are backing in other ways. Yeah. I think uh, Lifetiles could be another interesting way to, to get involved there. Yeah. And you know, swimming on the back of Microsoft, Absolutely. It has, it, has its pluses, has its minuses. Obviously, they're very highly connected to this one company, so that puts them at risk. But yeah. the way it's been going for them so far, you could see some pretty explosive growth into the future as well. And I guess based on that relationship with Microsoft, there would have to be some slight chance that they could be a takeover target Absolutely, as well. Yeah. If they do really well and Microsoft likes what they're doing, then why not just pick them up and make them part of the whole... Exactly. Package, so. It's always possible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that, that could be an interesting one. And I think it's interesting to compare those two companies uh, because it's valued at probably something like two and a half times uh, what uh, Red Hill Education is, but it doesn't make a profit. It has far lower revenues. So it's a far more speculative company in that sense, but it's also likely to grow at much higher rates well, than Red Hill. that's the point, isn't it? Yeah. So, you know, if you're taking a longer term view, Lifetiles is probably going to give you a greater chance of, say, increasing your investment by 10 than something like Red Hill. Exactly. Nothing against Red Hill, yep. but, you know, there's there's positions for both shares in, in, in a balanced portfolio. Yeah, that's right. A lot right. of the time. That's right. I think you're, you're far safer with the first in a lot of ways, but yep. you've got a much better upside with the second, so... Okay. Yeah. It's probably a good point to point out that um, this podcast is purely for entertainment purposes, right? It is, it is only for just, entertainment. Just a bit of information, a <laughs> couple of cousins just having a chat about what they've been doing on the markets, no recommendations. I'm very glad you pointed that out. Yeah, so... Sometimes um, people get confused about these things. People get, can get confused. This is just what we're doing. We're not telling anybody else should do it. But, you know, hopefully the information is something that might, uh, you know, trigger trigger something for somebody to, to invest or to look for their own benefits. Uh, Investigate further. Yeah, your exactly. ideas to look into. Just ideas. Very good. Mm. Lifetiles and Red Hill Education. Do you have any idea what the code is for Red Hill Education? I think it's RDH. RDH, okay. And Lifetiles is LVT, I believe. Yeah, that's right, yep. Okay, very good. What about for you? Anything else that's of um, interest recently? No, not really. Okay. Um, I, I, as I said, there's a lot of value. Yeah. Uh, and so what I've been working on is a model to try and, uh, I guess, rank them, rank these these stocks by, um, I guess, by measures that I find important, that I, you know, in, in 17 years of trading the stock market that I think ultimately um, influence the performance of a stock. And so... I've got a number of stocks that I think are becoming more and more attractive every day. Uh, again, for different reasons and, and at different levels, you know, so you've got to look at a stock in its own sort of universe, I suppose. So just like those two stocks that we just talked about. So I think a stock like Aristocrat Leisure is becoming interesting. Uh, I'm not ready to buy it yet, but it's coming down to, I don't know where it finished today, but once it gets down to around $21, I'll be interested to see what the price action does, if it bounces from that level or if it just goes straight through it. Uh, I still don't think it's super cheap at 21, but it's pretty attractive, particularly for a long-term play. If, you, if you're thinking, you know, aristocrat today at $21, hold it for five years, 
Uh, it's pretty hard to see how that wouldn't turn out well. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree. I, that's that's a stock that's come onto my radar as well, and I'm going to be digging into it a bit further this week, yeah. um, considering an investment in it for yeah. those reasons. I yeah. think it, it's performed outstandingly over the last few years with the, the growth that it's had in the the digital segments of the business. So yeah. there's a lot to like about it. And they've it. transformed the business. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people don't appreciate that. They don't see what this business is now, and it's it's a business that is a very digital based mm. business now it's not just poker machines not just physical poker machines even though they absolutely dominate that part of the market yep. as well uh, their AGM update recently was a bit disappointing so I noticed that there have been a lot of adjustments to, to forecast but those adjustments have just seen stellar um, forecasts reduced to just very good forecasts yep. so it still it still looks pretty compelling to me so this could be an opportunity, to, not only the markets, but just also a stock that's in transition. You know, if it starts to be looked at as a, a more of a tech play and it starts to get re-rated and perhaps, you know, starts to trade on multiples similar to your Facebooks and your Googles and things like that, as mm. opposed to just being more of an industrial kind of stock, um, then that's that, that could see it happening. So at the moment, I think it's trading around about 20 times earnings. Mm. It's pretty good, you know, based on recent times that yeah. ha- hasn't traded at those levels for a long time. Yeah, considering the growth that it's had, it could easily be trading much higher. Yeah, mm. so if it, if it got down to, you know, and if the markets, if there is further capitulation in these markets, if, if we do um, see more blood on the streets, then if it got down to a price earnings ratio of maybe even 15 or sub 15, then wow, it'd be a pretty good opportunity for somebody, for somebody with a long-term view, I think, to... Yeah. Um, to buy that stock and hold it. Yeah, my gut feeling is that opportunity won't come. I think you're probably looking at a pretty good price right now. Yeah. Um, but we'll yeah. see. And there's levels to these things. You know, there's lots of ways you can play it. You know, if, if, if you think, you know, and there's no doubt today's prices are great relative to probably the last 10 years for that stock, you mm-hmm. know. So you, it's important not to be greedy. Uh, there's always the opportunity, I guess, to scale into stocks, you know, if you take a position now goes lower you're in a position to add to it goes higher so be it you could always add to it again you know depending on what the market is doing at the time so there's lots of ways to play these things yeah um but aristocrats looking uh pretty interesting along with a lot of other stocks yeah i I think for me uh the construction materials resources and things like that is starting to come onto my radar and I, i don't really like those industries i don't have as much knowledge about them but some companies are looking very very cheap yeah uh, a few that have come up are uh, Lendlease, yeah Boral, yeah Bluescope yeah are any of those been on your radar anything yeah. that you're interested yeah. in there um definitely Bluescope Bluescope is a stock that I hold I'm suffering at the moment by holding it but again bought with a longer term view and not a massive position for me so potential for me to 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 take a larger position in that stock but definitely a stock to me uh, every time they uh, make an announcement it's business is great and it's great management great company great story diversifying um, but they you know they they haven't fallen without reason in this sort of market when materials are falling mm-hmm. US dollars rising their underlying commodity will fall it's just an inverse relationship um, so you'd expect that. So, you know, it is what it is, but that's it, it, a super cheap stock. Um, Lendlease has just recently fallen into levels now where I'm a bit more interested. Um, 
but again, I haven't looked very closely at it. I just know based on earnings and these sorts of measures that it's now getting to a point where it looks pretty cheap. Yep. Yeah, well, if you do investigate further for both of us. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have a look. I mean, I'm not, I'm not in a hurry to get exposure to yep. that part of the market. There's probably not a catalyst immediately for a turnaround. Correct. Think. Yeah. yeah, so it's cheap, but it probably could get cheap. And as I said, it's only just fallen into my... Um, radar I suppose only just become which means it could easily go cheaper so um, there is a stock that I hold and I think you hold that is becoming more and more attractive as it goes lower and that's Paragon yes Um, that stock now has risen to be probably in the top five or ten best value stocks out of the stocks that I follow yep so again you know a bit like you with Aristocrat I took a position in it uh, not that you took a position in Aristocrat, but I took a position in it earlier than I probably uh, could have. Mm. But again, it was only a small position. And it is one that I'm really, if I do start buying again and it stays around these levels, I'll, I'll probably buy more of them because uh, I think I noticed some directors were buying that stock recently again as well. Yep. Um, so that's a great um, indicator there. But again, just on valuation metrics, it's uh, dirt cheap. Yeah, I think we spoke about Paragon a bit before, yeah. and uh, it's a company I really like. Yeah. Uh, I've been buying it on the way down. Yeah. Uh, I'll continue to, yeah. to buy it where the opportunities are there, for sure. Yeah, so it actually went up today, so that's that's a positive as well. In a, in a very, very weak market, actually gained a cent or a cent and a half or something. Um, it's important to say as well, I think one of the things that I like about it is that it's it's fairly defensive in its earnings. It's very selling, defensive. It's selling medical equipment. It's, it's yeah. not going to yeah. uh, be affected by these things in the same way as other stocks are. So yes. that's a really nice part about the business. Yes. Uh, another stock that I noticed, I'm just trying to think from memory now because the list increased a lot once I updated it today with today's um, end of day market data. Um, but a stock that I'd been watching, but it hadn't actually fallen into my, into my list, but it was very close to falling into it, is Main Farmer. Yep. Uh, they closed at eighty-eight and a half cents today, so that's that's very cheap for them. And do you know much about them? Is no, that a stock I don't know much about at? them. No. Yeah. So Pharmaceuticals is a yeah, tricky industry. It's a stock I've owned in the past. Um, I'm probably a net loser on the stock. <laughs> it's it's a tricky business. Yeah. Um, not a major loser, of course, but uh, yeah, it's it's interesting stuff. But at these levels now, it's it's really and again, it's got a pretty big growth um, runway in front of it. So um, worth checking out. I haven't done my homework. I just noticed that it's um, it's fallen pretty steeply now, and it's looking pretty cheap. So main farmer, but tricky stock, international, very much American based. So part of what you've got to think about is then what's the US dollar going to do? Uh, if, it, if it falls, then it's not good for these sorts of stocks. Uh, um, anything else? Any other stocks you've... No, I think that's all for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, as I say, there's a lot of value, a lot of interesting stocks out there. I, I actually did a few trades, so I've... Um, I've still managed to sort of rebalance a few things in the last uh, week, so I'm sitting on a bit of extra cash ready to deploy it. All right. So let's hope that uh, I get the chance this week. Absolutely. Well, we might send out another update towards the end of the week then. Yeah, we'll look to do something like that. Hopefully, as I say, that the market um, gives me some signals so that I can feel confident to, to buy some stocks again and have a bit more to talk about. Yeah. But, um, yeah. 
All right, well, we should say thank you to our many, many loyal subscribers. Yes, thanks to the subscribers. Um, excited to announce that we're now on iTunes. So that's, that's, that took a little while. It was the last one, but um, we've got it. So congratulations, Leigh. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, thanks, Leigh. Thanks. Bye.